Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach and the queen of compassionate selling because, well, selling is all about supporting, not convincing. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy Show because this show is all about inspiration, not just in learning a simple technique or mindset shift that makes it easier to get clients, but inspirational in that we get to peer through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. Now, for me, after, well, 22 years of outperforming my peers in sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, her zone of genius is her ability to see the true person underneath their limiting stories and support them to embrace that version so they feel deeply connected with all that is. So I'm super excited to introduce Angela Dawn. Now, Angela is a trained Reiki master and intuitive energy healer, as well as a certified spiritual life and soul purpose coach. Now, Angela helps people to release stress, pressure, and trauma from their bodies and minds. She takes her clients through a deep journey to find their true feelings and wild nature so that they can feel strongly connected to their purpose and reinvigorated by the miracle of life. Well, welcome, Angela. I am so excited to have you as my guest today. Hi, Wendy. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I just love how you're helping people step into fulfilling present life experiences. That's really what it's all about, right? I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're now doing. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I I just love this work so much. And I just finished with a client prior to having this podcast with you. And we just had our third session and she's she's glowing. She's feeling more positive. She's feeling more patient and present in life and really physically hasn't been any actual changes, same job, same marriage. She has still has the same kids, same family, same everything, but energetically she feels different and she's beginning to experience her life from a different way and in a different way and in a more loving more peaceful way. Yeah. It's really exciting. Yeah. It's powerful to just have that inner work change the whole lens that we, we look through. So, and you know, the, the work that you're doing is so, so impactful and obviously much needed, but I'm curious exactly what was the inspiration or tipping point that prompted you to start this powerful work? Yeah. Uh, I feel like I've always had elements of, of being a coach in my life and I've always been spiritually connected and things like that, but Really, really, it was during COVID, um, I was working as a real estate broker and I'm a single, single parent, sovereign parent of three. And um, so I was forced to three. And a real estate broker. And a real estate broker. So high intensity, right? High intensity at work, high intensity at home. And so during COVID, I had the opportunity to slow down and I started looking around and I, I realized gosh, I have this beautiful home that I'm putting so much love and color and texture into. And I 
put in a big garden and I've created this beautiful space and these, these plants indoors and my children are thriving and I'm making them homemade meals. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm the, I'm a life giver. I, I am a nourisher of life and this is what I do. And, and how come if under the most stressful circumstances, single parent, three kids trying to hustle it all, I still found the time to create this space, to, to nurture these plants, to nurture these people, to have a beautiful, a beautiful, um, colorful home. And so I realized that that's, my gift. And, and wouldn't it be wonderful if I had a career that I could use this natural nurturing life-giving essence that I have that's coming out of me, no matter what, wouldn't it be wonderful if I could stop pressuring myself in this other way and just begin to find something that I could nourish, nourish the world essentially with. So that was my real eye-opener. That was my real tipping point. And that's when I decided not to renew my real estate license. I took a huge risk. Yeah. I had already started getting Reiki trained. And so I had that under my belt, but I couldn't take on quiet clients right away because we were in the pandemic. So, um, that's just when I really started to dive into what are my skills here? Do I have skills in this area? And I found out that yes, I indeed I do. Right. Oh, wow. That is huge. I mean, such, such a powerful reflection and so much courage, right? To be able to honor that gift, that zone of genius that you have in a way that sees, you know, the vision and the impact of, of that gift, but you're facing the full responsibility of raising and providing for these three, I, I have three kids, so I know how they consume uh-huh. and they, you know, they need lots of things, you know, <laughs> they and <do. laughs> they're happy, healthy, active. And it's like, okay, they want more, they need more and they deserve yeah. more. And it's like, okay, how are we going to make up this all happen? But you really uh-huh. stepped out, stepped out on that, you know, honoring your truth. So yeah, uh-huh. I love that. I absolutely uh-huh. love that. Uh-huh. Well, so the pandemic was that opportunity for you to stop and take a breath. And so uh-huh. that was just two years ago. So can you fill in a little bit of the blanks here? Has your business vision or mission evolved since you, you know, I know you had already started your Reiki training, Uh um, but you, you are also a certified life and soul purpose coach. So, so tell me a little bit more about your business evolution. Yes. So, so initially I started, sorry, that's my little dog. (laughs) It's fine. Initially, I started doing Reiki, and um, I, as I got trained in it, I was, of course, using my my children as my little little receivers. So I was putting it into my garden, I was putting it into my children, I was putting it into myself, I was putting it into our house, and doing that. And I actually received my first client because I was getting my roof replaced, and it was the the salesman who who was coming multiple times. And he was traveling all over this whole, I mean, Tacoma, Washington. So it's all over the Pacific region here, um, Seattle and Bellingham and up. And he was like, what are you doing to your garden? It's going crazy. Like I'm, I haven't seen another one like this, this year. Um, it was very dry that year. And, um, I kind of sheepishly was like, uh, I'm putting Reiki energy into it, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty woo woo, you know? And, um, so after we got the roof done, he said, look, I'm really interested in trying this Reiki energy work that you're doing. So that was actually my first Reiki client. And so from there, um, I, 
I started working with him. It was amazing. Things started to open up this, this intuitive energy work, this intuitive energy healing that I offer as well, that just comes through me kind of messages of in where I feel things stuck in people's bodies. I started incorporating that, that led to more hands-on work. And I also realized that part of that coaching that's just naturally in me instinctually, I want to know what's going on. I want to understand what's happening in your life. I don't want you to just come in and like get a massage, get a treatment and then leave. I want to, I want to go a little deeper. And so I realized after I started kind of taking in a few clients here and there with Reiki that I always offered a much deeper experience for my clients. So that led me to that coaching element. So I ended up doing a six month uh, coaching certification through um, through it's called the, the Dharma Coaching Institute. And Dharma is about your soul's purpose, about really finding who you are, about finding out who you are and what you want to do and why you're here. So that felt really in alignment with me. So I, I went through that certification process and then I launched my coaching business just in January of 2022. And so from there, I've been doing coaching and I've mixed my intensive energy healing with this deeper sort of soul purpose, spiritual life coaching so that I can help you really unravel, you know, the traumas and stories and experiences of your life, as well as doing the physical energy work releasing the the blocked blockages in your in your muscles and tissues opening up your physical meridians all that kind of stuff so uh, it's my my business has expanded in the sense that i've just continued to follow my passion i've continued to follow what's really lighting me up and how thorough i really want to be in this work so that's how i wouldn't say it's changed i would say it's expanded you've you've just more clearly stepped into it sounds to me like the work you were doing, but now you've, you've really filled that out and, and are offering a, a more transformational experience beyond yes. the, beyond the energy work to the, you know, discovering soul's purpose. So, yeah, I love that. Well, it, it sounds like things have just naturally evolved and unfolded, but have there been any big roadblocks or challenges that you've had to overcome along the way? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wendy. Aside. Absolutely. Uh. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> I mean, business just... is not as easy as, as maybe people think from the outside. No, it's really not. And I, I mean, just the, alone, just having, just having three children and being a mm-hmm. single parent um, oh, is, is a huge roadblock. And, and the biggest roadblock with that, I mean, obviously is the physicality of it is Will I be able to make enough money? Will I be able to pay for things? How will I keep us balanced? And the other thing is just is just the fear, is just the 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 social expectation, emotional expectation of of what I'm I need to provide for them and what I need to um what my responsibility level is as far as is is it too risky? You know, like do I am I allowed to take a risk when I'm a mom? like this, you know, am I allowed to step out and say, Oh, okay, well, yeah, somebody else can do it. Maybe, maybe the guy who's working the corporate job can step out of his gig. Cause he has a wife and she's taking care of the kids. Well, he, you know what I mean? Like right. if I don't have that type of setup, do I still have the same rights? Essentially? Do I still, am I, do I still get the opportunity to take the same risks as other people who might have more of a, a, a typical, life situation going on with kids mm-hmm. and a partner. 
So I think that that element in itself was, was a spiritual and energetic uh, hardship that I had to get through. And I had to recognize, of course, I have the same rights. Of course we all do. We all have the same opportunity to take risks and we all, we all deserve to have those chances regardless of what our circumstances might be. Right. Yeah. That is powerful. And uh, you know, you just experienced through that little journey you took us on, you know, I could almost in my mind's eye, see the, the choir of, you know, limiting beliefs, just standing up and yelling at the top of their lungs, you know, Angela, Angela, who are you thinking you are, you know, mm-hmm. stop, stay small. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it sounds like you, you know, took a stance and said, well, who are you to tell me what to do? And so I love that uh, awareness that you brought into the, the situation. So in, in being able to then step into what you know, you're entitled to be doing, can you share maybe a, a technique that you use to, to quiet those limiting beliefs and more fully claim the, the truth of this work that you've been given the, you know, the ability to, to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think honestly, really, it's just kind of tapping into my own magic, right? Like mm-hmm. if this is something I'm offering others, I have to be able to offer this to myself. If right. I can look at you and say, just because you're a single mom does not mean that you cannot follow what you're passionate about and that you have skills here. Mm-hmm. I would absolutely give that to others. So I have to give it to myself. And right. I think that that's one of the hardest hurdles that we all have is, is giving ourselves that same kind of love and care and um, compassion and appreciation yeah. and opportunity. So, yeah. you know, breath work, totally, <laughs> totally. Yeah, um, doing doing that. breath work, you know, getting, getting connected to, to this, to this inner space, to, to the inner person that I truly am. Mm-hmm. I'm much bigger than, than my body. I'm much bigger than my name or my experiences or my family or, or even being human. I mean, we all are. And so the more that I connected to that, the more I could feel that the more I had to believe it. I, mm-hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't deny it as, as easy anymore because my feeling had changed. My feeling was different. So I think right. that was key for me is, is really tapping into that. Yeah. And trusting, trusting in your own, your own expertise. Right. And like I said, right. becoming your own best client. So yeah, I yeah. love that. And Angela, you're, you're obviously an expert at helping people, you know, release those negative energies, heal from past experiences and trauma and heal, you know, and, and release those from their bodies as well as discover their soul's purpose, which is truly transformational work. But I'm curious, how do you feel about the client enrollment or, you know, the sales part of being in business? Now, this mm-hmm. is a very different skill set. Do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part of growing a thriving business? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Once again, again, we yes. have the zero hesitation and a big sigh. <laughs> yeah. Sighing is so important. It's, it relieves a lot for us. Um, yeah. So I love, love, love this work and I'm a really hands-on person. I feel like I'm, I'm pretty extroverted in face-to-face, but like on in technology or online, I I've, I'm so, I've sort of become introverted. Whereas a lot of people I feel like had the opposite experience. Introverts mm-hmm. became more extrovert online. So, so for me, I struggle with really just putting myself out there, like being on socials. I have done zero advertising for my business. 
Um, I have just the free Google business page is what I initially set up. And I eventually built a website when I launched my coaching business. And the way I get clients is, is through word of mouth because they've had incredible experiences and they write really beautiful reviews for me. And so that's what continues to bring clients in. But I know in order for me to really be sustainable and really be able to continue to provide for my three kids, I need to be making more money. You know, I need to be seeing more clients. And I want, I also want to reach more people for the transformational work and also for the financial stability. And so putting myself out there on socials is tough. Um, advertising in general, I just, I struggle with, you know, how to do it. Should I do it? Should I hire someone? How much do I have to pay them? Are they going to do it in the way that I would want to do it? You know, that kind of stuff is, is really not, is really not my cup of tea. So I do struggle there. Right. Right. Understandable. And, and you're definitely not alone because, uh, you know, social media can become a full-time job, creating yeah. content, posting. Oh, there are even algorithms that you have to keep up with. Or like you said, okay, I guess I'm, I now have a virtual assistant that I'm paying every month to do that. And, mm -hmm. oh gosh, that's just, okay. Do I spend my money there or do I put braces on the kid's teeth while I'm ramping up and, right. and just this constant struggle between what's really in alignment with me. And, and I would love to provide you with a little bit of insight if you would like. That sounds great. Yeah. So, and to be quite transparent, I am not a firm believer in being a content machine. If you look at my social platforms, my presence on there is simply it's, it's when I feel inspired to post and it's generally not content because here's the thing the work that you do the work that i do is so individualized and it's so consuming when when we take on and are dedicated to supporting a, a client through their transformation it's it's our energy that goes out you mm -hmm. know and then we have our family and then we have our own personal wellness that is our responsibility to also nurture and uh -huh. so to add one more element to the demands, in, in my opinion, if it doesn't feel right, don't do it. Uh -huh. But we do have to grow a business because not have to, we're choosing to, right? Because this is right. work we love. Yes. And the way that we become known and found by our potential clients is to get ourselves out there. So there are, there are multiple ways that our possibly more in alignment with you than feeling this pressure to be someone you're not. Because as soon as we step into doing something, we feel we have to, that's when the magic goes away. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we're never yes. really not honoring ourselves. If you want to stay in alignment with, with your own energy and with who you are, then my recommendation is to, regardless of what they say, whoever they are, mm -hmm. choose a different avenue to become seen and heard. And since you just shared with, with us that you love, you know, you're, you're extrovert, you love interacting with people, mm -hmm. there are ways to get involved in, say, corporations coming in as a, as a speaker, as part of their wellness program as a guest there are ways to integrate into you know groups of people that have already formed and you know it's kind of interesting because my son is a 
is a remarkable fly fishing guide. And um, long story short, you know, he, I asked him one day, so son, you know, at the ripe old age of 19, you're one of the best fly fishing guides for this company. How is that possible? He says, mom, it's just real simple. It's you've got to know what kind of fish you want to catch, where they're hanging out, what they're hungry for. And, you know, you just put the, the fly right in front of them. Uh-huh. And that's how you, that's how you catch a fish. And so sometimes we lose sight of the simplicity of, okay, mm. where are my ideal potential clients hanging out? Where do they naturally hang out? And of course, social media, but where are they in life? Maybe uh-huh. hanging out. How can you form maybe an affiliate or a strategic partnership with somebody else and team up in a way that brings you in front of your potential clients and might not be a hundred percent are your potential clients, but you can't work with more than a few people at any given time anyway. So my suggestion is to just be open to finding a way that's more in alignment with what fuels you and what sounds like fun in terms of getting in front of potential clients versus forcing and being part of the should. Well, you should advertise, you should be a content generator and be honest and upfront on your, on your social platform and say, you know, people might come here looking for tips and techniques and tidbits. And my deepest work is done individually. Mm. So if you'd like to chat further about different ways I can support you, reach out. Mm-hmm. I'd love to connect and just leave it at that. You know, if this lands for you, um, uh. because there are so many different ways to get yourself out there that truly yeah. are in alignment and can be fun. No, I love that. I love that so much. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, and it, it's so, it's so interesting how, uh, I mean, this is, this is the kind of stuff that I do in terms of helping people with their alignment. And, and it's so important for us to remember that we can, even if we are an expert in, in a particular area, it's still difficult. We can help others, but sometimes it's harder to help ourselves in, mm-hmm. in the ways that we struggle. So mm-hmm. I so appreciate that. I, it's totally in line with, with me. I hadn't, even thought about doing something in the physical space, doing like looking for places that I could potentially get involved in and speak or do group sessions or something like that. And I love, I love the transparency of saying, Hey, uh, cause I do have an Instagram account and I was posting for a while. I was making these little, you know, things, little quotes and pictures and stuff. And I was having fun with it, but then I completely stopped. It's been months and I'm kind of scared to go back on. So that just gave me so much more encouragement and um, confidence to go back on and say, hey, obviously this is not my thing. And um, my magic really happens face to face. And I love that. And being transparent, it's like, it seems so obvious, but I hadn't thought that I, that I could. And I hadn't thought that I could just say, hey, this isn't my gig. Find me, like call me and come yeah. in. Yeah. Absolutely. I just being transparent is powerful. Mm-hmm. And uh being open and and receptive and you know, just letting people know that you're alive and well and yeah. your your strength is within 
Da, 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 da. So, so yeah, enough said, but anyway, I'm glad that lands for you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I would love to hear what comes to you in terms of, you know, maybe a parenting group, maybe, you know, the symbiotic relationships through your nurturing, your family could lead you into another experts orb, you know, where mm-hmm. you're sharing and complementing the work that they do and providing an additional value to people that, that really are in alignment with that energy that you provide. So, so yeah, I love yeah. that. And, yeah. you know, speaking of parenting groups and uh, people that are open to receiving this kind of guidance, you know, the pandemic is so fresh in, in my memory. And I think the memory of most everyone, because it was, it was truly transformational in how mm-hmm. we approach life. It wasn't just the fear around the virus, right? Obviously mm-hmm. it was our lives shifted almost overnight from Mm -hmm. the routines and habits and way of approaching life and and paradigm, you know, about how we do what we do all of a sudden, boom, that changed. And from the, from the macro to the micro. And for so many people, it was that opportunity, just like you, you know, Mm -hmm. as a real estate broker, the fast pace, the doing things by habit stopped and it provided that breath to reflect Mm-hmm. And so can you share a little bit about the impact of the pandemic on the work that you do? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it was the, it was the pandemic that, that brought me into the work in the first place. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I definitely feel like a lot of people really woke up. I feel like massive paradigm shift was happening. I mean, there's been so many articles written about the great resignation that has happened since the pandemic, because so many people were like, wait a second, why am I doing this job? I don't want to do this. I want to be at home with my family. Or why am I married to this person? Or God, I'm so happy I'm married to this person, right? Like it was, it really allowed everybody to, to take a look at themselves. So along with the great resignation was also the great reawakening. And Mm -hmm. so a lot of my clients coming in, um, you know, I, I have clients from all different age groups and sexes and everything, but I, I had a, there's a spurt of, of clients coming in in their early twenties and they've all graduated from college already. Like they're, they're just like, now what am I, now what do I do? And I don't want, I don't want to do any of their twenties and they're young and they're filled with anxiety and depression. And they're just like, Oh my God, like everything's there's things are shutting down. Am I going to get paid enough? There's so much competition, all this kind of stuff. And they were just raised to be in that competitive state and to keep Mm -hmm. going at this pace that is frankly unsustainable. Mm -hmm. It's not working for people. And so I feel like the pandemic was a really great opportunity for, pe- for it to shake people up. So a lot of people come to me saying, I don't really know who I am anymore. I, I want to know who I am. I don't want to just live like a puppet, you know, on these strings. Mm-hmm. I want to know more. And I feel like the pandemic was crucial to really shaking everybody up and giving so many more people the opportunity to have this reawakening experience than what would have happened had we not had a global shutdown. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, so, I mean, it's the yeah. silver lining, definitely mm-hmm. the silver lining and just, yeah. it just the work that you do has just been that, uh, you know, answer for so many people's prayers. Can you share, I'm just at the edge of my chair here. <laughs> Can you share, how do you work with people 
who want to finally move beyond a life of, of suffering and, you know, just being disconnected and instead claim a life of fulfillment and meaning. Can you share a, a few more details about your philosophy or your approach? Yeah, I think that that in general, my foundation and my philosophy is really based on the merger of science and spirituality, which just excites me. I'm like on the edge of my seat for quantum physics. I'm such a geek. Mm. Um, but really, you know, science wise, our smallest particles, and this is what I what I paid attention to so much when I'm working outside and I'm doing gardening and I'm connecting with nature. I love to grow and the miracle of a seed and then you plant it and now you have a huge tomato bush is insane mm. to me. It's, it's miraculous. Yeah. And so those fundamentals, life is absolutely miraculous in itself. And, and when we look at our smallest particles, they, they still can't find a, a base particle. It keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And it's surrounded by energy. It's, it's quantum. I mean, it's, we're so incredibly huge and vibrational and, there's so much more going on. It's so much more expansive. And so my philosophy is, is that, is that when you come to me in this human body with these human problems and this name and this story and this look, I, I see you differently. I see you much bigger and much more expansive and much more possibility. And so part of that is going, you know, going through the coaching and, and we go deep. I mean, I always tell clients when I talk to them, like, I might not be the coach for you because I'm, I'm going to go deep. Like we're going to, we want to look out the roots. We want to find these root traumas. We want to do this trauma work and we want to let it out of our bodies. We want to see where you're conditioned and acting like a puppet, that kind of stuff. And then, you know, take them through the process physically of releasing that through the energetic work and the body work and um, being able to communicate it and name it and, and, and verbalize their experiences and release and get them connected to that source. Um, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just so exciting. I just, I love it. So I do, I could, I do coaching online. Um, we can do coaching sessions online. I love to do face-to-face -face work. I bring clients in and we do the energetic work and we also do coaching. You can just do a Reiki session with me. You can do a coaching and energy combined. Um, you can just do coaching. So I have these different, these different offerings, but um, I would love, love, love my future. This is what I would love is to be able to start doing retreats so I can have some people Ooh, for a few days. Yeah. And right. really go deep and really do the body work and the energy work and the coaching and have you coming out just feeling like a new person. Yeah, that's where you can really do that transformational work is when that detachment from those immediate reminders of any, oh, no, this is where I do this, or this is how I behave. This is why I behave this way. So I, I love that, you know, mm -hmm. that you're thinking about having retreats, because that mm -hmm. would be so much fun. And, and the, the work you, that, that you do is just, it, it sounds to me like you have approached this, not only scientifically, but through just a, a, a very guided, almost a bigger than you approach uh, mm -hmm. that that you've really stepped into. So I, I just love it. I mean, it's just sending chills up my spine. Well, well, Angela, so how can listeners learn more about you and this great work that you're doing? 
Definitely not on Instagram. Yeah, we've talked about that. <laughs> no, I do have an Instagram account, but the best way to um, to find me is uh, wildathartenergyhealing.com. That's my website that has information on the Reiki healing I do and the coaching that I do. And one thing I just wanted to mention is I do call myself a healer. And sometimes that can be considered controversial because um, especially in the medical industry. Uh, but I call myself a healer because I firmly, firmly believe that we are all healers and that I know from a scientific perspective that our body is constantly healing, mm. you know, our cells, they're, right. they're nurturing themselves, they're dying, they're, they're, they're being reborn in, in a sense, you know, they're, they're always regenerating. And so there's a constant state of healing happening inside us at all times. And so I really embrace the term healer because I want everybody to start to embrace the term healer for themselves so that they can, you know, just become more sovereign in their body and in their ability to, to heal trauma emotionally, and also to, you know, heal physically and to take care of themselves and, and everybody around. So, yeah. Yeah. And that right there is just so empowering just that mindset and that mm -hmm. em embracing the fact that we are all healers. So yeah, I love that. So that's wild at heart energy healing.com. Is that yep. correct? Yeah. Okay. Wild at heart. Yep. Perfect. Love it. Okay. Well, Angela, you have already shared so many golden nuggets of wisdom here through our conversation, but if I could tap on you one last time uh, in looking at your own experience in building your business, What's some advice that you could share with, say, a frustrated entrepreneur who's maybe questioning their decision to have even started their own business or they're doubting their ability to succeed? Well, I would say that the best thing is to really lean into the joy of it, really lean into the passion of it. Mm. And, you know, if, if you've chosen to do something as an entrepreneur and you're really not passionate about it. Like, let's say you decided to like, I don't know, open up a subway chain and you really aren't into it, but it's just a logical idea. Like there's a lot of there, you know, entrepreneurs are, are popping up all over the place. And so there's kind of a, an expectation you, you start something and you're supposed to really make a bunch of money and do really good. And so some people could be starting things that they're really not passionate about, that they really don't feel like they love the work. And so if that's not how you feel about what you're doing, then I would, you know, consider finding what you really do love and do and doing that. I mean, we also want to make money as well. We need to make money. We've got to keep things going. But what drives me and what has kept me going and what will I know will continue to keep me going on this entrepreneurial path is because I genuinely deeply love what I do. And it excites me and it feels good. And, and I'm helping people. It's a, it's a means of service. And, and it's just it gives me, that's my purpose. So, um, yeah, I love that. that. It's just really embracing that feeling, that energy, that alignment. And, um, because let's, let's face it, you know, building a business is not just that easy unfolding and boom, you've got a full practice and life is great. Uh -huh. <laughs> there yeah. Are, there yeah. are challenges along the way with anything that we, we jump into that we don't know everything about. And, absolutely, you know, it's all part of the process of becoming more and really tapping into what it is that um, is our own special gifts and, and, and honoring that. So, yeah, I love that. Thank you for sharing. That's definitely very inspirational and uh, a, a huge golden nugget of wisdom. So, and Angela, it's just been so great hearing about your journey 
uh, from, you know, being a successful uh, real estate broker, a sovereign parent, raising three children, having a lot on your shoulders, living that, that full, you know, 100 yard dash every day, day after day, week after uh-huh. week, the pandemic hit, boom, you know, suddenly there's that breath that, that moment when the reflection starts happening and realizing that this is this is actually the work I love, the nurturing, the look what I've done, look what I've been able to do. Mm-hmm. And it's so beautiful and it, it has so much meaning to me. And then shaping that into then the impactful work you're now doing as a certified Reiki master and intuitive energy healer, as well as a certified spiritual life and soul, soul purpose coach. So helping so many people release their stress, their pressure, their tra- trauma from their bodies and minds so that they can feel strongly connected to their purpose and reinvigorated by the miracle of life. So I've really enjoyed our conversation. And I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. Yeah, thank you so much, Wendy. I, I loved being here. It was great talking to you. Yeah. And again, for our listeners, you can reach Angela Don through her website and learn much more about the work that she's doing. And that website is wild at heart, All right. Well, for all our listeners, remember when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassionate selling where you've fully supported your potential clients decision-making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right. Well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me in our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Angela Dawn. And as always, here's to your success.